In the late 18th century, William Wilberforce was converted. Almost single-handedly, he broke the shackles of slavery. People there were just totally different. We are looking at the footprint of God over the last 2,000 years. History makers. Since the Roman legion destroyed Jerusalem in the year 70 A.D., the Jewish people have a nation of their own. And he said, well, no, Randy, we're not all just faking it. There is a living hope, and his name is Jesus. And I believe that that's really why you're here. Christ died for us. History Makers. Hi, and welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Today we're speaking with illusionists David and Kylie Knight from Illusions, based in the USA. We've got them on the line at the moment. How are you, David and Kylie? Doing great. How are you, Matt? Hey, good to hear you guys. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing you guys down under. I know you're going to be touring here at some stage. We'll get to that a little bit later. But uh, let's start with David. Tell us a bit about your story, about uh, how you got into doing illusions. Well, sure. Uh, I grew up in Dallas, Texas, here in the United States. And uh, I read a book about Harry Houdini when I was 12 years old for a uh, sixth grade class project and just fell in love with the idea of being an illusionist. And so that's just what I've kind of followed my passion in doing all my life. Uh, it's been really great to uh, start off learning, you know, little little tricks that I would do around school and all that, and uh, then get, getting older and, and getting bigger and bigger effects and traveling around with other illusionists and getting the chance to uh, really just blow some people's minds. It's been a lot of fun. Very cool. And now, one of the connections here that we have is that uh, David is married to Kylie, who I just found out is an Aussie. Uh, Kylie, how did you meet this bloke? <laughs> Funny story. Yeah, I came over to the States, uh, gosh, it's back in 98. And then I started going to this church Bible study um, in Littleton, Colorado, actually, is where we met. And uh, we'd been going to the same Bible study for a few months, but never saw each other. We are both traveling at different times. And then one night we connected and then... Would you believe three weeks later we're engaged? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and Kylie, did you ever have a heart for illusions? No, surprisingly, it's not every girl's dream to get stuffed into a box and cut in half <laughs> on a nightly basis. But I, I've always had an interest. It's always been fascinating. You know, I see something on TV, whatever. And then we just started working together and developed a love for it. Now, the wonderful thing is, is that this is really a ministry for you guys. You don't just do it to earn money and, you know, wow the crowds. Uh, you do it with a heart uh, to uh, share the good news of Jesus. Uh, tell us how you weave that in. D David, what's your heart behind the ministry? How do you weave it into your performances? Sure, sure. Well, to give you a little uh, background on my, my faith journey, I didn't. I wasn't really raised as a Christian, but um, when I was about uh, 19 years old, I saw another Christian illusionist, and uh, named named Andre Cole, and he presented a very clear presentation of the gospel, and it just it took my life and just changed it dramatically. I got the chance to actually travel with him for about three years, learning kind of not only the business and, and performance side of magic, but also about what it meant to be a Christ follower. I actually got to be discipled by him, which just really changed who I was. And so Kylie, when she and I met, we started traveling with another group called the Spencers, who are a very well-known in the States performance couple. 
that are well known for their theatricality and their professionalism. And about eight years ago now, I felt this call from God saying, okay, you've seen what it looks like to work with churches. You've seen what it looks like to perform high-quality magic in great venues. I want you to take those two and combine them together. And so we set off on this journey to strike out on our own and, and start this ministry. And through a series of amazing uh, amazing twists and turns, God has uh, brought us to a place where He has really helped us to see the need to equip the local body to, to share their story, to help people understand how to share their faith with not yet Christian friends and family, and to use our show as a platform for doing that. Uh, we end our show with a piece that talks about being created in the image of God, which is really just all a setup to help people, the average Joe Christian, you know, be able to share their faith with uh, friends and family that they brought to the show. I just think it's a, a wonderful way of presenting the gospel because everyone loves a good magic show, a good illusion show. Everyone loves a good performance. And, uh, you know, you could spend your money on just going watching them perform, or you could actually get a good message out of it. Uh, so give us a bit of an idea of what you guys do in your show. What kind of illusions are the, are the you know, don't, don't uh, give anything away in case we get to see you one day, but <laughs> what, what, are the, what are the big things that, that people could expect? Yeah, absolutely. We, we love to do, uh, we love to, to give people a gamut of emotions. So we're going to do things that are uh, funny. We're going to do things that are thrilling. We're going to do some things that are a little bit romantic. We'll do some things that will kind of gross you out a little bit. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, we end with that piece about uh, being created in the image of God. We like to read people's minds. We'll do some escapes. We'll do uh, make things float and move around on their own. Uh, just really, uh, really boggle your mind. Now, I've got to just ask the question because I'm sure you guys have been asked it before. Uh, a lot of Christians are worried about, you know, sorcery and, you know, the, the occult and all that kind of stuff. Now, I know you guys are just p- professional illusionists, and I, I'm, I'm, I understand it. But can you just explain... How do you respond when people say, oh, shouldn't that's witchcraft, you shouldn't be doing that? You know, what do you, what do you say? Sure, sure. Well, my mentor, Andre, actually developed uh, or did a, a big study on what magic in the Bible actually talks about. And nowhere in the Bible does it talk about anything that a, a modern stage illusionist does. It, it was really all about um, pharmaceuticals and, and really tapping into powers that, that we don't even touch. And I always make it very clear from the, from the get-go that everything we do is just an illusion. Uh, and he used to make a joke that anybody can do the, what we do. You know, any, any 12-year-old child can do what we do with 25 years of practice. So, yeah, oh, that is just so wonderful. It takes a lot of equipment. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of equipment. <laughs> it takes a lot of practice and rehearsal to do what we do. And, Kyle, I've got to ask, you know, an Aussie girl... Raised in Melbourne, uh, I understand you were part of the Victorian Children's Choir. Uh, you were a dental assistant, you know. Um, you're probably looking for your knight in shining armour. Uh, but when you met David, were you, ever, were you ever worried he'd just vanish and disappear like illusionists like to do? <laughs> I often joke about when there's housework to be done, David's really good at vanishing at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, what, what's it like for you? Have you ever lost a limb or been cut in half accidentally? Has there, has there ever been something really dangerous that you're like, oh, no, we went too far that time? Uh, not yet. Um, <laughs> there are some dangerous aspects to some of what we do, for sure. And that's part of why we have to rehearse so much. Every piece has an aspect 
that um, things could go wrong, but that's what the rehearsal's all about, and and uh, things have been good so far. Yeah, and you you also try to uh, try to make sure you you account for those things, and so in in the rehearsal process, you're always working on. Yeah. Plan A, but there's Plan B and Plan C, and there's always backups to the backups to make sure nothing goes wrong. Yeah, yeah. And tell me, has there ever been a time where you've got someone on stage to be, you know, the, the guinea pig on stage to help you out with an act, and you think, oh, we got the wrong person? And you know, so, is, is there any stories you can share of the wrong audience volunteer that you can think of? You know, probably the the one that that sticks out to me the most is we used to do this piece where we. Um, had this, this guillotine head chopper thing that we would do uh, with an audience member. And I got, I always ask for a brave guy to help me out. And, and usually there's a guy who's just like jumping up out of his seat, running up to the stage to help me out. And I had this guy and I got him up on stage and we do a, a little bit where we, we put a carrot in this thing to show that it, it works. And, you know, you, you drop the blade down and the carrot gets cut in half. And the guy saw that and he just ran off the stage, <laughs> just, Totally bolted. <laughs> so he wasn't that brave after all, eh? No, he, he was not. definitely the wrong audience <laughs> member. <laughs> <laughs> and tell me, uh, being on the road all the time, uh, you guys would have a very busy lifestyle, uh, you know, loading up, packing up, sitting down, traveling, getting on planes, you know, traveling, all that. Um, how do you keep your faith in God fresh? Do you do, you do like daily devotions? Uh, do you have like a... A tour chaplain. Uh, how, how do you um, keep keep strong in the Lord while you're traveling? That's a great question, Kelly. You want? Well, pray, pray, <laughs> <laughs> um, pray just continually. I mean, that's what we're told to do: is never stop praying. And and I think that whether it's conscious or unconscious, just being close to the Lord at all times um, is important. And that, I love that we get to do that together as a couple. And we're not on our own doing this. So, mm. yeah, and I, I think too, uh, we stay really connected to our local church body, uh, and we've got them in, in our corner praying for us, and we're in constant contact with them. There's an accountability there, you know, and there's um, and we've learned so much from them, and uh, just uh, yeah, like Kylie said, a lot of prayer, a lot of uh, staying in the Word. Um, mm-hmm. I guess if there was a tour chaplain, that would be me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys often tour with uh, bands or speakers as well, or is it just on your own? It's mostly on our own. Uh, we we're one of the great things about that is we get the privilege of working with a lot of different speakers, a lot of bands, uh, a lot of different artists of all varieties, and so it's it's really great to see the way God is equipping all these amazingly talented people to share His story with with people they come in contact with in their very, very unique fashion. It's very cool. And what about Christian bands? Is there some of them that you've been able to perform alongside? What are your favorite Christian artists you guys like? Oh, man. Um, well, we've, we've had the chance to work with um, quite a few. Uh, Voda, um, a few years back we got to work with. We've had a chance to work with um, Audio Adrenaline in the past. Um, we're getting ready to work with uh, Hawk, Nelson, or, uh, yeah, Hawk Nelson coming up soon and Royal Taylor. So that we're really excited about that. That's going to be a, a fun experience for us. Now, we are excited about uh, you coming down under. Uh, I understand uh, around August, September. Is, is there any any definite plans yet? Now, you know, we're still trying to work that out. Um, we're really looking to... Uh, 
our our hope and our our passion is really to partner with the local churches there uh, and and try to make something happen. We 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 love Australia. Uh, I mean, Kylie's from Australia, and I love her. And and having been down there a few times myself, I love Australia and the Australian people. And we just want to be able to be of service and and be able to partner with the local body and make an impact uh, for Jesus in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know there's a lot of great work going down there already, and, and we just want to be a part of, of what you guys have going on. So, yeah, kind of the, I think August 21st through September 7th are kind of the dates that we're down there and um, and just looking for, for for ways to partner up and, and, and make some ministry happen. And have you got any particular cities that you're going to focus on? Have you thought thought through where, what part of the country you want to come to yet? Yeah, absolutely. Well, Kylie's parents uh, are currently living in Brisbane, so we'll definitely be in Brisbane for, for a good amount of it. Uh, she's from Melbourne, so we're going we're gonna to take a trip down there and uh, try to spend, I think, at least a week mm-hmm. down there. Uh, and then I've got another friend of ours who's trying to get us some stuff uh, around Sydney. So those those three, I think, will should be able to keep us pretty busy for, for three weeks. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Now, if people want to find out more, uh, the website is nightillusions.com. And uh, you can uh, look at their schedule. You can look at video clips, all sorts of goodies on there. You guys are also very active on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Vimeo, Instagram, Pinterest, Tumblr, Google Plus, uh, LinkedIn. Oh, you're on everything. Yeah, yeah. It's a little overkill sometimes. Do you do you love connecting with your fans on social media? How has that changed things for you since social media has been become so popular? Oh, it, you know, it's been amazing. We we um, you know, we spend a lot of our time, like I said, traveling with other other teams, and uh, and and in that experience, you didn't, and that was back before the invention of social media, really, and so we didn't really get the chance to have that kind of immediate connection. But it's so cool now when we, we do a show and we, we always talk about, hey, you know, check us out on social media, Night Illusions, pretty much anything you can find us at. And uh, we get back to our hotel room or we're, we're driving down the road to the next event. And it's like, hey, look, there's a new follower and they're saying something great about the show. And we get to, like, talk to them immediately and they'll talk back to us. And we just we absolutely love that immediacy and that connection with people. It's, it's just it's such a crazy new world with all of that. You can have lifelong relationships with these people way beyond the time that we pack up and leave the venue and move on. It's just incredible. Mm. Well, it's um, yeah. so exciting to see what God's doing through your ministry. And before we go, uh, David, mm. I'd just like to ask you to share, uh, you know, there might be people listening that have never heard the gospel, that never knew the good news about Jesus David, would you share with our listeners what is the gospel and how do people respond to it? Yeah. Um, well, and I think the best way to, to kind of kind of give that example is, is to kind of tell my story. Um, I, I grew up, you know, in, in Dallas, Texas, and I, I had a family that was really kind of all about making money. Uh, and if I, if, if I had to say anything, I would say that, that money was the god of my family growing up. And I was kind of told that that's the way that you that you you find happiness was was through just amassing more and more money. Uh, however, I noticed that that didn't turn out so true for my family as my parents um, grew further and further apart as I was growing up and eventually divorced uh, in a really ugly way. And I just I, I saw that money wasn't a way to make happiness. And then when I had the fortunate uh, chance of meeting Andre Cole. And he shared with me about how Jesus 
you know, died for our sins and uh, how God raised him from the dead and how we as Christians are, get that power, that, that resurrection power uh, offered to us that, uh, that, that real life change can happen. And, and I'll be honest, even in that, I, I went to three of his shows and each time I, I prayed to receive Christ at each of those shows and nothing changed in my life until I was actually able to be discipled and actually able to see what it looked like to walk as a Christian. And uh, I'll never forget that one of the first shows I did with him, we were in uh, the Dream Center in L.A., which is one of the, in the, one of the poorest areas in America. And I looked out in the crowd, and the crowd was made up of, of extremely homeless people, all living in this converted hospital. And there was this one woman in the center of the crowd, and, and for some reason we were playing uh, Christian worship music that day, and I, I couldn't tell you what, what songs we were playing, because I was, I was too young of a Christian then to even remember any of it. But uh, she, she was standing up in the middle of the, the, the house. Her, ha- her hands were raised up in the air, and she was singing her heart out to the Lord. And she had the biggest, brightest smile on her face that I'd ever seen in anybody in my life. And I said to myself, this woman has nothing, and she is the happiest person I've ever seen. And all my life I've been told that money is what's going to make me happy, and it didn't. And I want to know what she has. And, of course, it was Jesus. She had Jesus in her life. She had a personal connection to, uh, to, to the son of, of the creator of the universe. And that's, that's what it means. That's that's the gospel right there is, is a connection to, to the creator and a connection to who we are created in his image in Imago Dei, the image of God. And we just need to be willing to, to let go of, of all of our own pride and all our own simple ways of trying to think we can control this thing and just recognize that he's got it. And we just need to grab onto him and, if we do, he will give us an amazing journey, uh, a ride and an adventure that is beyond anything we could even imagine. Well, mate, I reckon uh, you guys are history makers, and uh, I'm so looking forward to seeing you down under here in Australia. And thank you for sharing that powerful message with us there. If people want to find out more, it's David and Kylie Knight Illusions. They can go to nightillusions.com. That's night with a K. And uh, looking forward to... Meeting you guys in the great south land of the Holy Spirit. David and Kylie, thanks for joining us. God bless. Thank you so much, Matt. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to listen to this interview again, just go to historymakers.tv. There you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast or check out our YouTube clips. And you can find out about History Makers TV. We are a faith-based ministry and we appreciate every donation. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. If you'd like to partner with us, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater, and why don't you go and make history? History Makers. History Makers is proudly sponsored by Bible League, who serve the local church and other partners around the world by providing Bibles, scripture materials, and training to help people meet Jesus. They provide God's Word to a lost and needy world. Bible League plants Bibles in prisons, among persecuted Christians, and in poor nations, bringing the love and light of Christ into many people's lives around the world. Make history today by joining our friends at Bible League and planting a Bible that will help someone meet Jesus. Go to bl.org.au.